A startup, by definition, is a temporary organization in search of a scalable, repeatable, and profitable business model. Startups are not smaller versions of large companies. Large companies operate business models where customers, their problems, and necessary product features are all known. Whereas startups operate in search mode. This search mode requires dramatically different rules, roadmaps, skill sets, and tools in order to minimize risk and optimize chance for success. Welcome to the second episode of the Disrupting Zimbabwe podcast. I am your host, Cliff Nemachena, and today I'll be talking about the growing startup culture in Zimbabwe, growth, and failure. The majority of entrepreneurs and startups are found among the small businesses that make up 99% of companies in the country, and they employ majority of non-government workers. These are often service-oriented businesses. Scalable startups are usually the work of traditional technology entrepreneurs. These are usually people who start companies believing that not only can they change our way of life, but also grow their businesses exponentially. Once a startup finds the scalable and profitable business model, it enters its its growth stage and is ready to scale. This scale requires external venture capital investment to fund rapid expansion. So you have had your eureka moment. You have a revolutionary product. You have found the perfect business model. There are crucial things that cause most startups to fail and most of which I myself have experienced or have witnessed. The first scenario is where founders and investors have a very different picture or vision rather of what the company should look like. Many founders um, are so eager at the prospect of venture capital investment that they don't really evaluate investor fit with nearly enough rigor. Taking money from investors who are not aligned with the vision can ultimately be detrimental to a company. You constantly need to seek input and approval from investors during this the, the, the scale process. So if you and your investors are at different places or have different ideas of what your vision or what the vision of the company looks like, scaling successfully is virtually impossible. Always evaluate investors thoroughly before reaching an agreement. The second problem that I've witnessed is founders not focusing enough on customer feedback. Statistically, 42% of failed startups failed because there was no market need for the product. This problem usually stems from the idea of building cool products without considering how customers will actually use it. To avoid this pitfall, founders need to stay customer-focused from day one. Before investing time and money in building a complex product, talk to your potential customers, find out what they really need, and make sure your product addresses the need in a way that is clearly demonstrable. Going on to the third thing for me, which is definitely um, trying to scale up too early. Premature scaling is a very common problem with certain publications even claiming that 
it accounts for 70% of startup failures. Entrepreneurs scale too quickly when they bring on new people, spend money, and try to acquire more customers before they have nailed down the product and business model. Before thinking about scaling, you need to know your product, your customer, and your basic sales process. You should have reliable data about customer acquisition costs, lifetime customer value, and how to acquire customers effectively. Focus on developing the core business before trying to acquire a new customers that you can't even effectively serve. The fourth thing for me is the failure to get the right sales team in place early on. The first members of your sales team will be the face of your company to prospective customers. Even for the lower level sales roles, you need to make sure that your sales people represent your brand and can effectively communicate your core value proposition to your customers. Every hire should be evaluated in terms of how they fit with your brand and not simply their CVs. Consider communication style, attitude, work ethic, and coachability. The fifth thing for me is failure to pivot, or when a startup tries to pivot without a good plan. Um, it's, it's worth noting that pivoting can save a startup if the business model isn't working as planned. It's worth considering um, whether to make major changes, but at the same time, pivoting for the sake of it can also be fatal to a company. A successful pivot will always require an accurate understanding of why the original model or business plan isn't working and an informed hypothesis about how to address the problem. Um, going on to the sixth um, sixth one, uh, the company, um, I should say when the company lacks expertise in marketing, right? We've all heard of the phrase, if you build, they will come. I respectfully disagree. There is no such lack in business, none at all. Effective customer acquisition requires marketing expertise, so you should build your marketing team early on. Um, even if you are sure you can attract organic publicity and attention, experienced marketers are crucial for helping you to capitalize on early success. Your, um, your first marketing hires should ideally have experience in your industry in order to identify the best channels before you pour a ton of capital into ineffective marketing strategies. The last thing for me would definitely be um, when the company starts chasing new opportunities before gaining command of uh, the existing business. And I think this is pretty much self-explanatory, I want get much into it and so we can see that there are many pitfalls that can plague a startup during the high growth period the solution i think is to stay laser focused and take a bit of advice from paul graham do things that don't scale go out and manually recruit your early users 
even if it seems tedious and inefficient um also accept that your startup is very fragile and it can break at any point right and create an insanely great experience for early users and cater to their every need and i think maybe the most important thing is make your product perfect for a single user focus on a single user's experience and perfect that experience we've come to the end of today's session thank you so much for tuning in and to all those who sent me feedback on the first episode i am very grateful for the feedback uh, I'll continue to try and improve to make this experience more wholesome for you. And pretty soon we'll be having guests from different industries. So, yeah, I think we can be very excited at that prospect. Thank you again so much. Please do connect with me on Twitter and keep the feedback coming. I really appreciate it. Cheers. <laughs>